Uh, here we are back at it for another episode of the Brew Chat Podcast, episode 218, and we got Shuey Russell with us. You may know him from the house, Boulade, and Chat Smokehouse. I'm excited to get into this Boulade stuff. And uh, But yeah, episode 218, before we get into it, get on down to the wheelhouse on Main 24. I think that's uh, December 7th, I believe. It's that Saturday. Get down there at 1 o'clock. The Barley Mob, is uh, they're going to be having a lot of beers down there, and you know them. They don't run out of beer at their event. So get on down there. Check that out. They're also going to have Bong Sloth and uh, another Bong-themed band from, I believe, South Carolina. And then uh, that Puff Puff Pass bus. Is it Puff Puff Pass? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think yeah. that's exactly what it is, man. Yeah, the uh, weed bus, the big purple weed bus you see around <laughs> town. That's going to be down there. It should be a good time going from one to midnight or whenever it's doing. I don't, I don't even know what time it ends, but it should be a good time. It was a great time last year. And then uh, holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. You need some booze to deal with your family. So get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. They've got beer. they got wine. they got liquor. Everything you need to deal with your family. And they've got great gift ideas if you want to start uh, doing some Christmas shopping down there. Right there on Manufacturers Road, right off the interstate. So if you're from out of town, passing through, just stop, on, stop right off in there. And then uh, go find us on the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com. And... Follow us on Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Make sure you subscribe to get all the latest content. And uh, yeah, so let's dig into this thing. I'm going to hit the switch here. This is episode 218 of the Brew Chat Podcast. Our fade out. Here we are. Welcome, buddy. How you doing? Hey, I'm good, man. Yeah. So, uh, before we get anything too heavy, I want to explain the, my beer choices tonight because we got some across the board here. That uh, it's a wild selection. So we're starting with a sour. We're gonna walk, work through, do a sour. I've got, I believe, this is just an ale, an American ale, and then we've got one of my favorite stouts ever. But the last time you were on here, we did ciders. Oh yeah. So yeah. I took it. Uh, Took the liberty of, of thinking maybe you like something a little sweeter. Yoli. So right all on. these should be pretty sweet. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's do it. And then uh, but before we get into that, I want to get into this Boulade. Oh, so yeah, let's get into tell it. Tell me all about this. Uh, Boulade, man, it's basically a drink that or a juice, I'd say, uh, that I basically brand as myself. Um, I bottle, package it up all myself. Um, it's made... The juice, the base of it is alkaline water and sugar, sugar cane. So it's probably one of the cleanest juices you can drink. It doesn't have any preservatives or additives in it or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, I really prefer that you drink it with a, a liquor or something, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, if if you're not a kid. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Does this have liquor in it right now? It has liquor it in it right delicious. now. Yeah, number 21 <laughs> Smirnoff, man. Let's get it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, thank you. I mean, how much do you put in there? Like just a shot? Just a, just a shot, man. Just a shot. Yeah, that is good. That's a cocktail worth right there. You know, and it uh, what it reminds me of are those little, I don't even know what you call them, but those little plastic jug drinks from when oh, you were a kid. Oh, yeah, like the little the, barrels. Yeah, and yeah. it had the little foil oh, top. Yeah, you yeah. poke a hole in it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It reminds me of that. Yeah, definitely. Man, I've not had this flavor in years. Yeah, this is an orange aid that we're drinking on right here. 
with a little shot of Smirnoff. I like how you froze it. That's mm. a good touch. Yeah, man. Thank Pro you. touch. Yeah. Beautiful. So what made you want to do a juice? What brought this uh, on? Honestly, man, this is really going to be like one of many products that I mm. come out with. Uh, but I thought that this would be like the easiest thing. Um, all these resources, like the bottle, the labeling. The labeling I got done here in Chattanooga. So in the bottle, you can get those online. You know, yeah. It was pretty straightforward with everything. But I don't know. I'm into music, and I just wanted something that I could have people remember me by, you know, like mm-hmm. I kind of see myself as like a younger Puff Daddy or yeah. P. Diddy, you know what I'm saying? He has to rock. So I wanted to create my own drink basically mm-hmm. and have something that I could push and maybe take to another level. When it's a juice and a damn good mixer. Yeah, definitely so, a good mixer. Yeah. Man. Maybe down the road you could get bigger bottles just for yeah. the bar top. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No, this is really good. 100% <laughs> kid friendly though, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, this is really good. Oh, yeah. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I'm drinking it way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're going to get into these beers soon, but yeah, I had to take a shot of this. Reminds me of summer. Yeah. <laughs> what other flavors you got? Uh, Right now, I have three flavors. Uh, Right now, we have the Orange Aid, uh, the Peach Mango Aid, and the Berry Berry Aid. Mm. Um. So you got your orange flavor, yeah. you got your yellow flavor, and you got your <laughs> blue flavor. I was just about to ask, what, what are the flavors, for real? <laughs> got blue, orange. Your orange is basically an orange and lemon, mm-hmm. a little hint of lemon. Berry berry is basically um, blueberry and uh, like a raspberry mix mm-hmm. with lemon and peach mango, peach mango, and lemonade, mm. basically. Are you allowed to... Uh, because laws are all wonky with booze, but this isn't booze. So are you allowed to just walk into places and distribute this yourself? Honestly, don't know, man. Um, yeah. I've just been kind of selling it out the trunk of my car type thing. Um, yeah. This week, I'm meeting with a few different companies or like stores trying to mm-hmm. get them in, in store. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as far as I know, I don't know if you could just walk in, but yeah, I nobody know. would know if it had liquor in it, you know? Yeah. No, this is really tasty. And like you said, it reminds me of summer. Mm-hmm. Like jabbing that little foil cap. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just just know just know that Shuey made it mm-hmm. with love. Yeah, this is really good. Thank you, man. <laughs> and I don't drink a lot of liquor, so yeah. this will be fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm just going to down it and get into this beer here. Let's do it together. So cold. So cold. <laughs> yeah, so satisfying. I had a tooth replaced last year, like way back here. Uh-huh. And it's so sensitive to cold. Like, I have to rinse my mouth after brushing my teeth with warm water. <laughs> oh, really? So this is like, ah. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? That's what I'm talking about. And I'm about. terrible at shots. <laughs> terrible. That was delicious. Thank you, brother. Mm. This smells delicious, too. Yeah, what is that you got? Uh, I'm pouring you one right there. Yeah, it's, there uh, Let's try that. We've been trying these. This is a neat series. They're... Uh, like Nomad Brewers, they don't really, this Untitled Art Place, they don't really have a brewery okay. to call their own, but they'll travel around to different breweries and hmm. do collaborations with people. See, that's dope. I and, feel like uh, that's the best way to do it if yeah. you got your own spot. Low overhead, you mm-hmm. just pay for supplies and get them delivered somewhere. And uh, also what's neat, they're a Canadian company, oh, wow. but also what's neat is they get a different artist to do all their cans. Oh, wow. And so this artist is Stephanie Heyman. And uh, this is Untitled Art and Barrel Cultures Dragon Dragon Fruit Sour IPA. Mm. And this is good, man. And it smells hella good. 
You definitely get the dragon fruit. Yeah, you definitely yeah. do. Yeah, mm. that and tastes like a Jolly Rancher. Definitely. Super sour. Yeah. Tastes just like a Jolly Rancher. Mm, That's what I was aiming for. Is I, We've basically got, minus this one in the middle, mm-hmm. basically candy right here. Oh, yeah? And this one in the middle I don't even know about. Well, we're going to find out today. Yeah, I don't even know. I think it's just a uh, kind of an IPA. But it's a new brand, so uh, I'm always intrigued by that. Oh, my God, man. That's that's pretty good. Mm. I'm not even, I'm honestly not even a big beer drinker, but. Yeah, I, I remember you saying that. That's why, <laughs> that's why I was like, I'm going to go sweet. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do is get people that don't really drink, drink beer. beer. Yeah. And or people that are only stuck to like PBR or whatever, which I'm drinking a PBR right now as my yeah. sipper. Yeah. But some people, that's all they'll drink. Right. Like my dad only drinks McUltras. Oh, yeah. I can't get him to drink a craft <laughs> beer to save my life. <laughs> and uh, so I love taking somebody like that and being like, mm. try this. Yeah. And the big trend right now are these sort of milkshake IPAs is basically this, mm-hmm. but with lactose in it. Oh, yeah? So it makes it real creamy. Oh, wow. Yeah. There was one I had. I can't remember where it was from, but you remember those cream saver candies? Cream saver, yeah. It was like, like Life Savers, right? Yeah. Yep. I think it was made by Life, Life Savers. They just it, made it creamy. Yeah, it was like a strawberry shortcake sort of yep. taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even complain with this one, man. It's nice and sour and yeah. dragon fruity. Tastes like a Jolly Rancher. I think it had some flavor text, but nope. Mm. I think this is the best one I didn't have on Brew Chat so far, man. Yeah. Well, that's the opener, so. <laughs> I don't even know about the second one, though. I literally have no idea what to expect from that. Okay. But I got this beast on the end. Mm-hmm. That's one of my all-time favorite stouts. Mm. We'll get into that. Yeah, I'm kind of intrigued on that one. That's good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to kind of put out a call here, too, because there's... Uh, you know Aretha Frankenstein's? Yep, right around the corner somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like right down here. I walk to it. Mm-hmm. There's a handful of places I can walk to, and I treasure those because I grew up in the middle of bumfuck. Oh, yeah? So it's I really cherish being able to just walk somewhere. Okay. That's not a cornfield. <laughs> and uh, But something's up with Aretha's. I don't mm-hmm. know what. I've had some friends that worked there post stuff about how they were looking for new jobs, mm-hmm. and apparently Aretha's is closed right now. Yeah. Closed maybe about a week ago, and it's supposed to be closed until December. Okay. But one of my friends that was looking for another job that worked at Aretha's had posted on Facebook about how uh, she's like, yeah, I need a, to get another job regardless because this job is not going to work me for a month. Uh, and then they may not open ever again. Oh, wow. So I don't know what's going on. I just kind of want to put a something out in the ether to be like, if you know what's going on, I love Aretha's. I don't. I've tried to do research. I can't. I've asked around. Yeah, we might have to yeah. make a call or something, man. I, I remember I used to go into the store and they had like specifically their pancake mix on the shelf. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. <laughs> They've got pancake and waffle mix. I got a box of it in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, what's going it's great on? to fry shit with. <laughs> oh, like, yeah? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. So I'm just putting kind of a. A beacon out there lighting the bat signal. Yeah. I'm trying to what's going on, see if Aretha? somebody listening knows what's going on. Because I have no idea what's going on. But I love Aretha's. Yeah. And if you open up again, I might come through there. I mean, I don't know what's going on either. What's hilarious is to read. You've been to Aretha's, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
notoriously slow service. Mm. I'm okay with it. Okay. I don't mind because usually when I'm there, I'm typically hung over anyway. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm there (laughs) getting those biscuits and gravy. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I don't mind the slow service. And the staff isn't really, you go to a lot of places to eat and they're like, is everything okay? And it's like, just leave me the fuck alone. If it's not good, I'll let you know. And that's how they are. Right. And they don't give a fuck if your food takes an hour. Oh, yeah. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> you just got to know that going in. Don't go there for a work lunch. Yeah, nine times out of ten as well, you're probably going to be waiting in line for probably about an hour. Yeah, because they've got like five tables. <laughs> but I don't mind it. It's the nature of the beast. Yeah. It's like, you know, I don't want to go to Cracker Barrel. And have that sort of service, yeah, but it's Aretha's. It's ten feet wide, has five tables. They make good food, and other than that, generally don't give a fuck. And I'm I'm in for it. Don't go there if you're in a hurry. I know that's right. But all of their bad reviews are about all that. It's like it's like complaining that a car goes in reverse. <laughs> like should have known. You should have known, yeah. man. Welcome to Aretha Frankenstein. But I guess it's people like coming through town and. Yeah, like they don't know any better. They it's like just a touristy place, yeah. you know. And they don't know any better, and they sling through there, and they're like, "Oh my god, I don't know what everybody raves about this place. It's so slow." <laughs> <laughs> we had to be in the interstate fifteen minutes ago. Well, hey, but add an hour, but add an hour to that. Do your research, mm-hmm. dude. Did you uh, have you been getting into the Disney Plus stuff? Man, Disney Plus. I've, I, that's probably the one of the best things since sliced bread. Yeah, like, yeah, like I said, I, your I like entire that, childhood, your whole childhood, yeah. man. Gargles, yeah, like Brink. Oh my god, <laughs> fucking rollerblading. Oh movie. my god, brother, <laughs> like that was probably the best thing that they did. Yeah. That's crazy. And then I found out I literally the day before I read this news was uh, saying I was like Nickelodeon should do that. Yeah. Like they've got a bunch of Nickelodeon movies. They got they? tons of shows. Yeah, they could do the same like thing. Classic stuff. Yeah. yeah, like Rugrats, Rocco's Modern Life. Mm-hmm. And then literally the next day, I read that Netflix had inked a deal. Oh with yeah, the, with Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah they so sure did, man. There's gonna be some new. Yeah. Like, well, they lost re- Disney, so they had to yeah, get some retro shows. They're gonna be doing like new episodes of retro shows. Oh, like, that's gonna be awesome. Like Rocco, which they put out a new Rocco movie. Oh really? Yeah. Martin's Life. Yeah. Oh wow. And it takes place in real time, like Rocco's and Filbert and Heifer have basically been lost in space for the past 20 years or whatever it's been, and they finally get back to Earth. <laughs> and and it's kind of a meta commentary mm-hmm. on like where we're at today and them doing reboots and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. It was all right. It kind of seemed like the creator was phoning it in, but it uh, was fun to watch like right. new bits from... So where can I find out that? That's on Netflix. Oh, Netflix? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm yeah, a- it's like a 45-minute movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Rocco's Martin, Martin and, and it's got the fat heads. It's got Spunky. It's Heifer. got Heifer. It has Heifer? Like everyone, and all the voice actors are back. Oh, really? Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. And everything sounds the same. Like, yeah, everything oh, sounds the same. The oh, animation's wow. a little better, but okay. yeah. Yeah, I got to check yeah. that out. They also have like a new SpongeBob movie coming out. Yeah. 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 I, if I'm not mistaken, did that guy like pass away? The SpongeBob uh, voice? Actually, I don't think it was the the voice. Okay. But I'm going to look this up because I remember reading this, but I don't it was remember either details. Him, it was either the voice or the creator. SpongeBob 
Death? Yeah. Let's see here. Steven Hillenberg, the creator. Oh, the of creator. SpongeBob. Yeah. Passed away. Okay, cool. It's well, not cool. It's crazy. SpongeBob is still going. SpongeBob is still going. Still man. going. Yeah, that came what, out in '99. Yeah, man, and that's crazy. That that's definitely uh, that's Simpsons level. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It still has a, a while to go, but <laughs> definitely Simpsons yeah. level. But wow, yeah. I grew up on SpongeBob, man, which is crazy. So, like bed sheet SpongeBob, like <laughs> birthday SpongeBob, like it's just crazy. I remember when that show debuted, my mom hated it. She thought it was so irritating. So I would have to watch it on low volume, like his little like, (laughs) (laughs) and the first episode where he's got the bubble stand and he's like, you got to bring it around town. She thought that shit was so irritating. So I would have to sit and listen to it on low volume or else she would be like, hey, you need to turn that down. That's annoying. That's annoying. (laughs) Yeah, that's like me and my granddad when I used to watch like WWE Raw. Or WWF back in the day. Turn it down. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was deemed, uh, which is weird because I could go to the video store and literally rent any movie, Mm -hmm. but for some reason, wrestling. Yeah, wrestling, man. Which, like, it's no different than anime, really. Yeah. And I wasn't allowed to watch it, but I could be like, pick this out, whatever. It could be rated R. For some reason, if it was on a VHS tape, it was fine. You're right. But... Yeah, my grand my granddad was a, a preacher man, and I used to have to mm. stay the night at their house to go to school in the morning. So, like, just imagine how my Mondays were like trying to catch up on Raw. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, and that's another uh, genius hustler business right there. Is What's they, that? Uh, just the wrestling shit. Oh yeah, and Vince McMahon, I guess he's in charge of all that. Yeah, he definitely is. And they launched their own streaming network, which is genius. Oh yeah, but they've been doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like they had that on like cable, like a uh, WWE network. Like mm-hmm. you know, you could catch all the classic yeah. matches, all that stuff. It probably wasn't streaming. You couldn't mm-hmm. pick what you wanted to watch, but they definitely had their own TV show. No, oh, not TV show, but you know, network. Yeah, they've got Strictly a whole wrestling. streaming thing now, like Netflix, where mm. you can watch any past oh, wrestling wow. match. Yeah, yeah. And then it's got all these special events. So uh-huh. it's one of those. Th- I mean, it's like nine dollars or so- oh. something super reasonable. But it's like you could go get that for a month, and it would include the special pay per views for that whole month. Oh yeah. Or you can buy the single pay per view at like fifty dollars or whatever. Oh wow! So you could get the, you could get the the network thing and basically watch the pay-per-views for that month? Yeah. Instead of paying the $50. Oh, wow. Just pay the $12 or the $9, whatever Uh it is. I can't remember. But Mm -hmm. just pay that, and it gets you the pay-per-views. Oh, wow. Well... And uh, but to me, that just shows the generational gap of the fans there. It's right, like there's it's, certain it's totally different now. Like, that they still have cable and mm-hmm. they'll still click that pay per view. You know, let me get that fifty nine ninety. Yeah, I don't have a Roku. Like <laughs> I have to go buy a Roku, and then by that, I've spent fifty nine dollars. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, but you won't have to spend that again. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Okay, this is. Uh, I've cracked into the second beer here. This is a uh, foreign object. I hate their font. It's hard to read. Foreign object, Mars and Scorpio. Scorpio? Oh. I guess that's Mars and Scorpio. New American Hoppy Ale. They had about four batches of this. It says on here, this is batch one. Hmm. The batch three can is the one I, it, that's the the cover that caught my eye. It was a nice can. 
And I was like, eh, if I'm going to do it, I might as well start with batch one. The batches, the batch covers are different? Yeah, each one. They've got uh, three, four different batches of this at Riverside. And each one has a different label on it. Hmm. Yeah, it's labeled as batch one. They've got two, three, and four. So as a non-beer drinker, what does the batches mean? Is that- uh, just uh, versions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does it taste different at all? or I don't know. I've not okay. had the other ones. Okay. okay. Yeah. In hindsight... Like, had you not been coming over here and me looking for sweetness, <laughs> I would have probably grabbed all three and just right, done right, like right. a comparison thing. So I, I may you. I may end up doing that next week. Okay. Let's see here. It's got some flavor text, so maybe this will explain it. Water waging war. These shadow aspects of specific nature seem to displace and destroy inspiration. This is an ill-dignified portent. That's a Damn. fancy word. Yeah. But nonetheless serves a powerful function in the diverse pantheon of psychic existence. In this beer, Citra and Pacifica hops blend intensely to create aggressive sensory expressions of earthy citrus, sticky orange marmalade, deep resinous pith. Damn. <laughs> That's going to be pretty good right there. Deep resinous pith. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, magnetic attraction that, can be exp- that can't be explained. Go deeper and always be more complex. <laughs> With that resinous pith. Resinous pith. I'm going to look that word up. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, I need the exact definition of that. So a sponginess or a a resiny essence to it. Mm. So I imagine like a stickiness, which I've not tasted it, but... Sticky, icky, icky. Smells good. Yeah, this tastes like bearded iris, actually. Mm. But it's not. Where's this from? Wanakee, Wisconsin. My Foreign Objects Beer Company. So what do you think of this one? This is more of just a standard ale. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like the last one better. This one's more of Oh, of course. Yeah, this this is is more of a, like, it's kind of hard to describe, like a drier taste, Mm -hmm. you know? It's not really that flavorful. Like, I could really taste, like, the flavor in that last beer, but... Yeah, I get kind of a, it's hoppy. It's got a bunch of hops. Uh, what did it say? Citra and Pacifica. The citra is, when you smell it, like the, just citrus, like the orange yeah, it juicy. Does. It yeah. smells good. This would be a good beer to do mimosas with. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it Put is. Put some orange juice I in think here. so. I really would think so. Yeah, I've never had a, a beer mimosa. Yeah. that That's actually a good-ass idea. How do you feel about these uh, hard seltzers that are on the market? Uh, what do you mean? Um, well, it's just I call this past summer the Claw Summer. Okay, because White Claws, okay, like they came out of nowhere. Right, I've been doing this thing for four years mm-hmm. and like trying to stay on top of marketing trends and learn right. all about that shit. Uh-huh. And then these hard seltzers, which they've always been around in the sense of like Zimas mm-hmm. and smeared off ices and stuff a little bit, but just for whatever reason, this summer it was like no. Summer of Seltzer. Summer of and Seltzer. Just every, and they're good. Yeah. Like, I really like, uh, uh, who is, I think it's Natural Light has one called mm-hmm. the Catalina Lime Mixer. Oh, wow. And it's so good. Yeah. It's just like alcoholic Sprite. Ooh. That's all it is. So I might have to try that. It's really good. Alcoholic Sprite. Four Locos coming out with one. That's 12%. Well, damn. Yeah, Four Loco kind of reminds me of Boulade. 
Yeah, it's kind of a <laughs> boozy boule. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like all these different flavors that they have. Man, those four locos that can't, those OG four locos, like they were killing people. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Like college kids were like definitely uh, yeah. overdosing on those. Yeah, like. it was packed full of caffeine. <laughs> had uh, the original ones had. Uh, what are the alcoholic like limits on those? Because like, if I'm not mistaken, man, like they at one point in time, like in Tennessee, they had a certain amount of alcohol level, and then Georgia had like they carried like a certain amount. Yeah, and uh, what's weird, if I remember correctly, because Four Locos hit hit the market probably right around 2007 or so, and there were also Sparks. Mm, sparks, yeah, sparks were kind yeah. of the precursor to that, and Sparks were only like seven eight percent. But they can be, you can sell more of that because they're malt liquor. Right. They're not beer. They're malt liquor, which mm. it's the difference is negligible. <laughs> and uh, like, what's the difference? It's literally just an, like uh, 40s. Mm-hmm. That's to, a malt, right? Yeah, most of those are malt liquor. Okay. But it's just a beer that's a little higher gravity. Oh, okay. And you couldn't sell beer over i believe it was 7.1 percent mm. even some would send it out you would taste it i would get beers when that was the law and i would taste it and be like this is like 10 percent, and they've got it like prominent 7.1 percent <laughs> and it's clearly but you can smell it and be like no nah, this is definitely not so yeah and uh and then they upped it i think two januarys ago two or three januarys ago they upped it to where now you can sell 10.1 mm-hmm. up to 10.1 in gas stations but you can sell, especially now that grocery stores can sell wine, so they can skirt the limit. So you can get like a 12% mm. for loco or something. 12%. Yeah. Wow. And uh, That's what I'd be aiming for. But yeah, I, it's, the way I remember it is I feel like for loco had something to do with those laws going into place to begin with. Probably, man, cause because a lot of people were yeah. dying or something. Like something was going on with it. Like, Do you remember that drink, purple drink? I don't. Uh, it was like a grape-flavored soda that hit the market for a little bit. And when that first came out, it didn't have alcohol. It was supposed to be like a chill. That was its goal, is it was like you drink this and chill out. Oh, wow. It's the opposite. It's the anti-energy drink. Mm-hmm. And when that first came out, it literally had codeine in it. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Purple drink. Purple drink me. <laughs> yeah. It had to. Yeah. It had to have had something. Yeah, it literally had codeine. Stuff was good, though. Yeah, I tried some when I was in college. So they don't sell this no more, huh? No, I don't even know if it exists anymore. But I remember it it was on the market for like two or three months, and then it got found out with the codeine. Oh, wow. So they started swapping it out, and at that point, it was just like a grape soda. (laughs) And it's like, I don't want that. I wanted the codeine. I need the codeine. That was the good shit. That was the main point. (laughs) You got a cough? Just go get some purple drink. (laughs) Just go get some purple drink. (laughs) That's, That's funny. And it was still negligible. Like, you would have to... Drink enough to make you sick to even feel yeah, anything the codeine, from yeah. the codeine. Right, like, right. And it definitely had I mean, codeine. Just, I mean, if you've had codeine cough syrup, just think of how much of that shit you got to drink mm-hmm. to feel anything off of it. Like, right. It, that makes you sick. Yeah, definitely. Especially when you ain't had none mm. in about a week. Yeah, I mean, this is a decent... They don't call it an IPA, but it's an IPA. But it's all right. Yeah, I definitely taste those hops you're talking about. 7.5% ABV. And uh, see, it says on here, double dry hopping is their norm. So that's kind of what to expect from this brewery. Mm. But yeah, back to Disney Plus for a minute, though. Yeah. Is, uh, so what you checking out on Disney Plus? Uh, I've been 
Well, I watched Aladdin because that was my always my favorite. Like the cartoon? Yeah. The original uh, Aladdin movie. That was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I liked it way better than that live action Aladdin, too. But Yeah, I don't even think I got to see that. It's for Will different Smith, generations. Right? Yeah. yeah. Will Smith did a great job as Genie, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, I watched that and I was like, there's no way he's going to beat Robin Williams. Mm hmm. In that portrayal, but no, he killed it. He killed it, yeah. Killed it. He was the best part about that movie. I'm pretty like, sure. Yeah. yeah, he was really good in that role. And uh, but yeah, I've been watching that Mandalorian. Mm. Shit is awesome. It's a Star Wars show. Yeah. Yeah, they have some crazy stuff, man. Like uh, I've been checking out like um, like those little short films from uh, I can't. I think it's Pixar. Pixar, yeah. 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 And I've I've learned that most of like. Those little short films are basically kind of like how like the main movies are yeah. created. Yeah, and I didn't even know that. But well, and that's how Pixar even kind of got the jobs like for Toy Story. Yeah, and stuff, that's what I'm. Is learning. they had a short film with that mm-hmm. lamp that's in their yeah logo. the lamp man yeah. yeah and that got them a job and that's crazy yeah and that's so crazy man like just seeing that like just them testing out different mm-hmm. like technology with the animation and stuff like that so. I don't know. Pixar is just probably like one they of the best. They do great shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I don't know how, like, I understand how movies and videos get put together. Right. I get that. But how animation comes together. That's that's one thing I, I don't, don't get. get it. I feel like that's like super tedious and like yeah. it might take so much time. Yeah. Man. Like, you got 24 frames a second. <laughs> that's 24 pictures right. a second. A second, man. Like, what are you doing? How do you? How like, much are you getting paid to yeah, do this? Like, yeah, just sit there. There was a whole thing about Toy Story 2. Uh, Toy Story 2 almost got deleted. Hmm. Oh, wow. Well, it did get deleted. Yeah? And almost got lost forever before it came out. Oh, wow. I didn't hear know about that. Yeah, there's a story where somehow it got, it accidentally got wiped off the the server mm-hmm. at Disney or at Pixar where they were working on it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, my God, what? Did we just accidentally delete Toy Story or Toy Story 2? I think we did. And they were like, fuck, we did. So they called, and there happened to have been this other editor that had been working on it at home, mm-hmm. and she had like a slightly older version on oh, her wow. home computer, and so she drove it over, and, and I was like, just, "Man, that's insane! Oh, that's crazy! <laughs> like, what would you, what would you have did done if Toy yeah. Story Two never came out? Or like, yeah, you know what I'm saying like, imagine being in that position where you realize the second you've done it, and you're just, oh shit, somebody got fucking fired." <laughs> Yeah. Or should have. Yeah. I don't know. It may have just been a complete freak accident. Yeah, maybe. You know how that is. Mm. Hard drives. Yeah, I'm going to move this on to this other one here. We can pour. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that one, see what that one's talking about. This one uh, is seriously my favorite stout. And I believe... Oh, this one's this one's a big boy. Oh. The one I usually get isn't big boy. Okay. By big boy, I mean this 10.5%. We'll turn up in here. Um, the one I usually get is the non-barrel-aged version, which is just like a good 6%, but this is Sagatux Bourbon Barrel-Aged Imperial Neapolitan Milk Stout. Oh, we got some milk in there. Yeah. Uh, they have this down at Barley. Okay. But it's just the 6% regular version, and it tastes just like Neapolitan ice cream. Oh, wow. <laughs> All three flavors? Yeah, you oh. get all three flavors. Okay. I didn't realize. I just saw this and got so excited. I didn't realize it was the barrel aged version. 
Looks like motor oil. Oh, it smells like it. Like a boozy. Oh, my God. Mm. I taste vanilla, strawberry, mm. and chocolate. That's pretty good, man. Ooh, That's pretty wait. good, bro. Yeah. That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> it's the season for these beers. Definitely. You need like a fire to sit next to. Sip on this. Mm-hmm. This could be good in a float or something. Float this up. Yeah, that would be good. Get some vanilla, ice cream. Yeah, you vanilla ice cream. Even if you took some Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah, put that'd a be crazy. That in there. I will say though, mm. having drank my fair share, I'm pretty sure over the time they've had it, I've probably drank half a keg of this down at Barley <laughs> over the course of like a year. Oh yeah. So having drank a lot of the uh, just non-imperial version of this. Or I can't remember if it's imperial because it is very flavorful. It's not very boozy at 6%. But the non-bourbon barrel-aged version, uh, it's actually sweeter, which surprises me Mm -hmm. because the bourbon barrel typically adds a little bit of sweetness to it from the bourbon. Yeah. But this actually isn't as sweet as that, and you get kind of like a sweet and savory thing with it. Yeah, it's more flavorful than sweet. Like, Yeah, it's straight up like you put a little bit of whiskey in some ice cream. Mm. I can taste that chocolate, man. It, like a chocolatey taste at mm. the end. And what is this called again? It is uh, Sagatuck Brewing. Sagatuck Brewing Company from Michigan. Mm. Well, shit, I think we across the board. Good on you, Brian Bender. We are uh, all Michigan beers tonight, so good on you. He's probably our biggest fan, <laughs> and he comes on the show once in a while. Uh, but yeah, made in Michigan. Sagatuck Brewing Company sbbrewing.com this is a limited re- limited release bourbon barrel aged imperial neapolitan milk stout you better down be three bites in every sip it's thick it's a big boy <laughs> three bites in every sip yeah. huh? what'd be fucking great with this what you think is to make some brownies oh chocolate and use this in the brownies oh yeah yeah oh yeah in the brownies yeah I yeah, can just taste good. that deep chocolatey flavor, man. I'm not gonna even lie. Like at the, end, the very end, you can taste that chocolate. I can fi- I can taste chocolate. Mm. I get a lot of the. Uh, I don't get as much vanilla, but I get strawberry and I get chocolate. Yeah. I don't know how they do it, man. How the hell did they do that? I literally think they just put Neapolitan Neapolitan ice cream <laughs> in there. Yeah. <laughs> We guarantee our beers for six months from package date. Seller at your own risk. Sound like a winner. That's exactly what I was thinking about doing. It kind of scares me now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Going back to shows for a minute, though. There's a show, a uh, new season of it just got put on Netflix. It's a show called The Toys That Made Us. The Toys That Made Us. Yeah. Never seen it. And uh, great documentary series, but it's just about toys. Yeah. Like the first episode's about Star Wars toys. I think the second episode's about like Barbie or G.I. Joe. Mm -hmm. Then there is one about G.I. Joe. Uh, There's an episode about Lego, My Little Pony, Transformers. You name it, they got an episode for it. Right. But it just talks about the conception of whatever toy it is. And it's amazing how much shit from our childhood was solely developed. Just like you think fondly of all these cartoons and like, man, that was such a good show. I missed that cartoon, like Power Rangers and all this. Solely created just to sell us toys. Definitely. That is it. 100%. Yeah. Like, Star Wars, it set the template up for that, but Star Wars is one of the few properties that actually wasn't developed to sell toys. It was just a side factor of it. Right. 
arguably now you could say it's created to sell toys, but like uh, Power Rangers was essentially created to sell toys. To they couldn't figure out how to sell robot the robot toys they were selling in Japan. Bandai uh-huh. was selling these robot toys in Japan, uh-huh. and they couldn't figure out how to market them to American kids. Wow, American so kids didn't give a fuck about robots, so they made Power Rangers. Yeah. And they were like, we can't call them robots. we got to call them Zord. We'll call them Dino Zords. And the genius of that show is that anytime you see the Power Rangers suited up, mm-hmm. that's this old Japanese show called Super Sentai. Super Sentai. So yeah. that's a remake of... That's basically... It's not even a remake. They just took the footage and repurposed it. So it's the same thing. Yeah. All they did was shoot new footage with American teams. Oh, with American teams. Yeah. I got you. And then they would suit up. And but once they're in their costume, it would go to the old Japanese show, which wow. is why the fight scenes always seem to have a little bit lower quality mm-hmm. than the rest of the show. And then you remember how Power Rangers would they would switch costumes like every three seasons? Yeah, like you're like this is Power Rangers in space. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Neo Geo Power I, Rangers. I love that shit, man. That was because uh, they were running out of. Uh, they would run out of old footage. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they didn't want to go shoot anymore because it was more expensive. So they just put them in new outfits to match the new I think that whatever shit other genius, footage. Genius, man. Genius. Genius. Yeah. Brother. Like, it is genius. So many different types of Power Rangers. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, uh, Power Rangers it Turbo. Them, yeah. That was like one of my favorites. Yeah. It saves their cost on production because you're not having to shoot more footage. Mm-hmm. Like, the minute they would start having to shoot additional footage of the new cast. Mm-hmm in costume they would have to go make those costumes shoot like hire choreographers to do the fight scenes and all that Mm -hmm. it was just more overhead and then on top of it you're selling less toys because they're in the same outfit (laughs) you come around and just use this new or not even new footage but this other footage that's got different outfits yeah figure out a way to work that into the plot Mm -hmm. bing bang boom you've got new robots to sell you've got new action figures to sell and you've not had to pay to go shoot more shit i know that's right Fucking genius. Genius, brother. Genius. I mean, it's crooked, <laughs> but it's genius. It's definitely yeah. genius. Yeah. Man. And it's just this crazy Israeli guy named uh, Saban. Like, I remember that then, Saban Entertainment. And I always thought he was a Japanese guy because the name, like, Saban. Sounds. But no, he's Israeli. <laughs> like, super. He's Israeli. Yeah. Like, one of those creepy guys that. You know, and I'm not saying he does this, but he looks like one of those guys that would, like, pay for, like, an 18-year-old girl <laughs> on a yacht and, like, go pick her up on a yacht. Like, one of those, like, Epstein's friends. Yeah, you, you know. you're probably not right. I mean, wrong. Yeah. You're probably not he right. He seems like a decent guy. He just visually right. looks like that sort of guy, like, slicked back, jet black hair, fake tan. He paying for But it, he man. was just like, no, I want to make Power Ranger. Like, <laughs> that's it. What was your shit as a kid? Like your big shit? Um, I am not going to lie, man. Uh, Power Rangers was one of them. Yeah, uh, I loved Power Rangers. I think they had this other show called Beetle something. Beetleborgs. Beetle Beetleborgs. Yeah. That was yeah. like my shit. That was that was kind of like a makeshift Power Ranger. Yeah, you know it, what I'm yeah. Saying? Um, I'm trying to think. What else? What else did I used to like as a kid? Uh. Uh, Power Rangers. That was. I'm not gonna lie. I used to watch a lot of Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Like they used to have movies back in the day. So Power Rangers was definitely key. But 
Beetleborgs or whatever the hell, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like that was like my key. I wasn't mm. a Ninja Turtle guy. Yeah, I was definitely a Power Rangers guy. So mm. and Beetleborg, like <laughs> that was like a weekend thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never got too into Beetleborgs. It was a little after when I started getting out of that. Mm-hmm. But Power Rangers, like up through, they were three Zord generations in. They had the Dino Zords, and then they got the Ninja Zords, yeah. which was like the Monkey and the Jungle Beast. Right, and that's way after Mighty Morphin. So. Yeah, and then there was one after that, and all three of those, they were still in the normal Power Ranger costume, like the OG Power Ranger costumes. Uh-huh. Um. But I always liked the Ninja Zords yeah. because they had I those, the Ninja too, man. I think like they had those side, like those ninja outfits, like yeah. the alternate ninja outfits from the movie, mm-hmm. and I thought those were badass. Yeah, I used to really love when they used to like make those movies. Like um, mm-hmm. they have a few Mighty Morphin movies, yeah. and well, it probably was like one Mighty Morphin movie and one with uh, Ooze and Oz or something. What's his name? Yeah, Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze, yeah. yeah. yeah and that yeah. dude's like a classically trained actor, and he's playing a villain in a Power Rangers movie. <laughs> like, we're talking this guy. He was the villain in the first Indiana Jones. Oh, really? Yeah, the uh, uh, Belloc, oh, the French wow. guy. That's Ivan wow. Ooze. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That movie was awesome. I remember, I mean, I've watched it since. It doesn't hold up too well, but... I remember I my parents took me and my brother to see that in theaters. And it the opens up. Joint? Yeah, it opens up on like the White Ranger jumping out of an airplane with a snowboard for no good goddamn reason and parachuting. And just yeah, from the get go for man. like a ten year old, yeah. everything in that is like <gasps> Yeah. Yeah, that that movie, the White Ranger was definitely highlighted mm. in that movie. Like they all got like these super ninja powers. Yeah. Um I think Turbo are you familiar with the Turbo Power Rangers? No, like, my brother was really into that one. It had yeah. some of the Zords to oh that. Oh, my but. God. That's like when they had cars and, mm-hmm. like, fucking crazy, bro. Like, Yeah, I, I didn't see too much of that. I do remember they had a giant, like, pyramid toy. Yeah. And it was a Zord that was this massive pyramid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, was it... It wasn't like a ship or nothing like it may have been a ship, but I thought it was a Zord. Like a spaceship, but yeah. yeah, I didn't watch that one. It it came around with the uh Power Rangers in space. Yeah, Power Rangers yeah. in space, yep. And um I didn't watch that one. I pretty much stopped after the jungle zords. Yeah. Because they changed outfits and I didn't like their new outfits. <laughs> it's like their Zords weren't ex- like they had ninja outfits and like jungle beast zords. That was awesome. And Tommy had that dope eagle. Mm, that could yeah. come together and shoot missiles out of its wings. Hell yeah. And then the one before that, there were the Dinozords, and there was another one where the Red Ranger got recast, and he had a dragon zord. Mm. And it was like a red Chinese dragon that would come in. Yeah. And it was badass. I remember having that toy, and that was a really cool toy. Man, I might have to find this movie and like watch it. Especially the turbo. But their outfits looked dope in that movie. It wasn't just spandex. Yeah. It was like actual like. Actual shit. Yeah. That's crazy, man. But yeah, after that, uh, I'm trying to think what else I watched. I fucking love me some Johnny Quest, but that's some old shit. Johnny Quest. Hey, I'm not going to even lie. I used to hate Johnny Quest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I mean. Why? What was it about it you hated? I don't know. I think it was just, I don't know. I mean, Johnny Quest, it was just one of those cartoons that just got like mm. super deep and it just wasn't for me yeah <laughs> to me it was like indiana jones yeah, yeah but with a kid yeah 
And like, I was into that. I was into like exploratory yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. And that's a property I'm very surprised they've not made a movie of. Yeah, uh, Johnny Quest at least, right? Like they, that's still yeah. a classic though. Because yeah. I definitely remember Johnny Quest. Yeah, it was on a my Hanna shit. Barbera cartoon. I think Ted Turner owns that. Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, I've always wanted to do a Space Ghost Halloween costume. Oh, man. I think it would be such a. Dope I don't Halloween think nobody's costume. pulled that off. Actually, no, nobody thinks about it. Yeah, nobody. Get you one of those muscle suits. Well, and, at least be yeah. the tarantula, <laughs> motherfucker. Like something. Her brack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that shit used to come on like late night. Yeah. I used to wake up in the middle of the night. This motherfucker brack on my TVs. <laughs> like it's crazy, dude. Speaking of uh, like Adult Swim shit, I just discovered on my Roku. Mm-hmm. You can download the Adult Swim app. You don't have to have a cable subscription, and it's got all of their shows. Yeah, like even Space like Ghost. Space Ghost. It's yeah. got old shit, new. Sh- it's got like the Brack Show, and it's got Boondocks, like <laughs> across the board. Wow, all of their shows they've ever had. It's Disney Plus, but for Adult Swim and for free. So, how about yeah. you just explain to me what what the hell was Space Ghost Coast Coast? Was that like a late night ass show? Like, yeah, it was. Uh, basically, they took <laughs> <laughs> it was like a late it's show so but cartoonish. But kind of genius is they took. So there was an old show <laughs> called Space Ghost, right? And he was like a superhero created by Hanna Barbera, mm. and he had these two twins. I can't remember if they had power rings or whatever, but they were this brother and sister and they had a monkey and they were all in matching outfits and they could Captain Planet style somehow summon Space Ghost. Okay. And Space Ghost was basically, I don't know, the way I remember him, like intergalactic Batman. Oh, As wow. he showed up, and kind of looked like Batman and would kick ass and he had this <laughs> thing which, now that I'm remembering the sound, I wish I had a drop of it to play. Right. But it's like... <laughs> and that he would push on his chest and it would like teleport shit. But he could... I don't know. His powers, he was just strong. He could teleport and he could like space travel without having a ship. He could just like fly. Right. I, I, do, I think he had a ship though. Mm-hmm. So Space Goes Coast to Coast was somebody... I can't remember who, but somebody at Adult Swim... And I don't even know if it was Adult Swim at the time. It may have just it been Toonami. Late, yeah, yeah Toonami. It was yeah. late night Nickelodeon yeah. or whatever. Cartoon Network. Yeah. yeah, Cartoon Network. And uh, they just took all of this old animation mm-hmm. from the old Space Ghost show <laughs> and just made a talk show with it. <laughs> they just made it a it's talk no show. no new footage. <laughs> it's just... And they added new vocals to it. All right. But which... Yeah, they definitely added new vocals. Um, but I don't know if they added new vocals for the villains who were his production staff. Mm. <laughs> and I was actually recently rewatching this, and he gets some big guests on there. Like he's got Ben Stiller. Yeah. He gets uh, Dennis Miller at one point, and just a bunch of different comedians. And they just have them sit in a room and ask them, I guess, the questions, and then have them answer it, and they mm-hmm. play along. But. It's just them sitting on a black backdrop, and then it comes in in the show like he's beaming them down over some TV. Right, right. But, yeah, it's just in the same way Power Rangers was like a rehash, uh-huh. this is just they reused this footage and, and made a whole show. new show. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Shout and, out to Cartoon Network. Yeah, this is kind of genius. It's like that MXC show that used to come on Spike TV. MXC? Yeah. Okay. It's so, a great show. Yeah, that actually was a good-ass show too, man. That was basically, a, like, would that be Chinese? 
or like I a, don't even know. Yeah, like, I don't even know. They weren't I think even it was talking, Japanese. Yeah, Japanese. They weren't even yeah. speaking English in that show. Like no, but, it was completely hundred like, percent overdub. Just American actors, like just voice over and yeah. over there and just saying and other some shit. Some of it was like really racist. <laughs> <laughs> it was like so crazy, bro. Like. But this was, I guess, like this was 2003, funny. 2004. Yeah, definitely. And I remember this was the golden age where I just I just started figuring out that there's like better TV on later uh-huh. at night. Yeah. And I was like, if I sneak and stay up, there's awesome Some shit, good on. shit on. Like here. Tom Green, yeah. Adult Swim, Tom MXC. Green. Shout out to Tom Green, And I was man. like, what is this MXC show? And I thought it was a new show at the time. And I was like, they've done a really bad job on this dubbing. <laughs> and then as I watched it, I figured it out. And I was like, this is hilarious. It really but is. But they would do like racist shit because they were all <laughs> Japanese. But they would do shit like have one of them walking across. Or I shouldn't say one of them. But like one of the, the uh, like guest contestants or whatever, mm-hmm. just be like Ching Chong, and it's like oh my god, it's like a <laughs> Japanese version of Wipeout. Like, yeah, that's where Wipeout comes oh, from. Yeah, and and I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years, Japanese people can take Wipeout and, and do the same thing shit. in Japan. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> they probably are right now. As we're speaking, so it balances out, I guess. Yeah, it balances out. But yeah, that show, the Tom Green show. Tom Green was fucking classic. I loved the Tom Green show. Now that you brought that up, it just really brought up a memory in my shit. Like his shit was funny. Yeah. Super funny. Just absurd. Yeah. Like that bum song. Yeah. That used to come on definitely late night. Late night as fuck. I remember when I was younger, I would sneak and watch MTV. When I was like 12, 13, 14, I would sneak and watch MTV. And when I watched MTV at that age, I was watching it through this lens that I was like, nah, this is adult TV Mm. and I'm sneaking to watch it. Right. But as I got older, I realized that's MTV's whole shtick is to convey that they are grown up TV right? and create this or it's like, no, you're supposed to sneak and watch this. But it's Uh really 100% designed for 13 through 16 year olds or whatever. (laughs) Right. But it's it's designed to be like, no, you need to sneak to watch this. Sneak and watch this. But there's nothing on there that adults want to watch. Yeah, jackass, jackass, come on. I mean, that's way after like Tom Green, but. Yeah, Jackass, that used to come on in the middle of the night. We, we, yeah, we lived through the heyday mm-hmm. of MTV. Now it's just 16 and pregnant, or I don't yeah, even it's know what's weird on there shit, now. Yeah, man. it's all reality shows. Yeah, reality, reality TV. But like, and I actually liked the music videos when they'd play it. They'd play them in the morning. It was like a morning yeah. radio show, basically. Basically, but yeah. videos. And it gave Carson Daly something to fucking do. <laughs> like, yeah, what the hell is yeah, Carson Daly now? Baskin Robbins, who the fuck knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I was going through uh, some of your shit, and I noticed uh, you were doing kind of a dinner party sort of series with oh, Ben Lee. Hell yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, that's What's my boy, that? man. Yeah, um, he's a cool dude. Yeah, my boy Ben, that's that's my guy. He's over at uh, Flying Squirrel right now. Um, I actually one? met him when I was working at uh, St. John's. Mm. I worked there for a whole two days, so uh, that was. <laughs> I'll get that, back to that. Yeah, that was that was a whole two days. So yeah, that was actually cool. Um, he's actually a DJ as well. Yeah, and, like I DJ too. So that's kind of like where we clicked off. Mm. Um, and I just decided to do like these little dinner parties this past summer, and I, I linked up with a another partner of mine, uh, Daniel Russell. He's actually with Duran Media. And um, he basically captures mm-hmm. all this shit, all this content. Um, 
But yeah, um, that's just something that I. My background is actually in cooking. I went to cooking school yeah. in like 2013. Yeah, I've seen you randomly in some kitchens. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's like kind of my background until I got into music. Um, I, I actually did that in Atlanta, and that's what kind of basically got me into like music, the music scene when I moved to Atlanta at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, meeting Ben Lee, I knew he was like a bomb ass chef. He's a dope ass mm-hmm. chef. Uh, but yeah, just speaking with him, it was my birthday on April fifth. Uh, he, I kind of brought him an idea of me trying to do like these dinner party ideas, and he was like totally down. So, like we, we actually did like two this past summer. Mm. One with him, and the other guy was Ben. No, Lo Oso. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also a chef. Yeah, he's as well. down at Five Wits right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, what What is the name of it? Uh, Five Wits Brewing. Five Wits And the Brewing. building is Market South. Market South. That's Finally a, got that down. I could not remember that yeah, fucking name to yeah, save my Mark, life. <laughs> Market South. Shout out to my boy, uh, oh my guy, Lil Oso. It's good. Yeah, it's real good. Definitely. All their shit down there is good. And All the like shit. the Monins are sort of peeking at him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Them, setting him up down there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's, He's lit. Got a pop It's not bad to have the Monins on your side. I I'm know just that's right. That. Yeah. I know that's right. Um, but yeah, man, hopefully we get to bring those back like this coming summer. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my boy Ben Lee, but also. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Although, if you've not been down there, actually, Five Wits Brewing. Yeah, I've actually, well, I haven't been to the brewing, but I've yeah. been to check out Lil also at his little Okay, yeah, spot. yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, yeah, that's some dope spot. Literally, man. Disney Plus, call back here, <laughs> yeah. Disney Plus did not launch as smoothly as that establishment. I know that's right. Like, I went in there. You know, I'm used to, I try to, you know, if it's a brewery stuff, I try to get in there a little ahead of time. Yeah. Like when it first opens, because I like to see the growth, because I like to talk about it. You know, I don't want to call them on it and be a dick about it, but I like to see the growth. And uh, also, I want to see, it's like, okay, is this shit? Mm -hmm. Then let's do a podcast. If it's, or if it's not shit, let's do a podcast. If it is shit, get your shit together. We'll come back here in like two months and try to do a podcast. I, I want to show the best version of y'all. I don't want to, you know. So I went down there to try it out with that in mind of like, well, you know, I'll probably be able to get them on at the beginning of the year or something because it's a new restaurant and this yeah. is a high-end restaurant concept in the yeah, sense yeah. of you've got four oh. restaurants in here and a brewery and a coffee shop. Yeah. You're going to have some kinks in here. I know like, that's right. No. No. They ain't going. Went down there, I recorded a podcast the next week. I was like, no, your beer's good. Your food's delicious. Like, do you have toilets? Like, what's <laughs> the other shoe that's dropping here? Like, something's got to be fucked up. Right. Something has to be fucked up. You just opened. You're right. But no. Yeah. It's great. It's pretty dope, bro. Yeah. Like, I went out there when it was, like, super hot as hell outside. So, mm. and get, got to try some of the food. I haven't tried any of the other food that's inside the building. But, yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah I've heard the beer is super good. I highly recommend the Chinese food. Oh, yeah? What's the Chinese spot in there? Or is it a Chinese I spot? I, I don't even know if I've ever looked at the name. Because <laughs> it's so I'm, damn good. I'm so excited about that food <laughs> when I get there. Like, And it's got Chinese... I'm actually really curious because <laughs> my first job ever was at Sushi Nabe down here. Oh, yeah? First job ever. Wow. I was 16, and uh, he put me washing dishes, Okay, which was fine. I was a 16-year-old, put me to work. Then, for whatever reason, Nabe moved me up to the sushi bar to help him. Wow. Never had sushi before in my life. Okay. Now I know how to make sushi because of this, and it's wow. great. Like, Sushi Nabe caliber sushi. But uh, it was amazing the amount of 
like racism I experienced in that situation of people specifically asking the white guy Mm -hmm. they wanted the Asian guy to make their sushi. Yeah. Which is fine. (laughs) 100% okay with that. Like if I'm hiring if I'm hiring a pack of ninjas to go attack somebody, I'm I'm, not hiring the pack of white ninjas. I'm hiring (laughs) the Asian ninjas. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just curious. I don't know. I can't remember the name of the place in Five Wits. But the food is so good. It's not like Chinese takeout food. Mm. It it tastes like real, like maybe family recipe sort of. Like it's got some flavor yeah. to it more than just, like you know how Chinese restaurants pretty much all taste the same. Right, right. This has got some extra flair to it. Yeah. And so it's got me wondering if it is like Asian owned mm. or if it's some white guys that are doing some fusion shit. Yeah, it might be. Some, I don't know. But either way, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Asian owned, so you so that means you know how to make sticky rice, then. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I don't know why <laughs> sushi actually is put on this pedestal. It's Japanese sandwiches. Yeah. Is basically what basically it is. what it is. Japanese it's, burrito. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just a a burrito is just a Mexican sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can say as a as a cook, I don't know how to make a damn sushi roll. Mm. I can show you how to make sushi. It's super easy. Okay. It's super easy. It's a great date thing. Oh, yeah? That's, like, I do not regret that job a day. Hmm. That was in 2005. 2005? Yeah. Wow. So that was 2005 I was working down there. Learned to make sushi. I was tasting sushi, like, behind the, I'd never had it before, so I was, like, tasting it as, a, he would have me make stuff. And I guess that's honestly why he liked me is I had no bad habits. Mm. So I was just a complete blank canvas that he could teach about sushi. Right. And then I went to college and like moved on with my life, but I still make sushi to this day. And it is such a fucking great date skill (laughs) to be like, yeah, if you want to come over like Friday, I can make some sushi. Yeah. And then get in them. You're like, what? (laughs) You make sushi? (laughs) Like, yeah, it's no big deal, but it's literally, it, it would be the same. I feel as it's like, yeah, come over Friday. I'll make some turkey sandwiches. Great. I got some Lay's. I know that's right. I'll get those baked Lay's. The baked way. Like, it's the same shit. It's just a Japanese sandwich, right. basically. It's just, I mean, it is like better meat, yeah. I guess, or taste more. So you like wasabi? I, a little bit of it. I'm oh, not okay. a super big fan okay. of it. Okay, so you're not just putting a big hunk of it. Yeah, I don't fucking spread it but yeah yeah a little a little bit in my teriyaki there. i got you i can do I that okay. but yeah makes sense yeah. but i'd say my favorite sushi is i fucking love eel oh salmon um and that's all raw the salmon's raw the eel is cooked okay and eel if you've not had it kind of tastes like a really fucking tender chicken oh yeah yeah like okay. a zesty tender piece of chicken like, I'm not a big fan of uh, sushi, but I always like look to get cooked style yeah. sushi or whatever. Like, Next time you go, get you an eel and cucumber roll. Eel and cucumber, real okay. solid. It's cooked. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's like it's so tender you can mash it up with your tongue. Oh wow! But it's cooked and tastes like chicken. Yeah, like zesty chicken. Or, or what about like a tempura? Like oh yeah, I love shrimp. me some shrimp tempura rolls. Yeah, mm. yeah or uh, that crunchy crab roll. Mm. I just like the idea that they just throw a whole fucking crab on a sushi roll and just wad it up in there. They don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be some fucking crab and and cream cheese. I mean, you're eating the claws. You're eating the legs. I mean, it's soft shell, so it doesn't matter. But it's like, 
the doo-doo, the brain, <laughs> it's all in there. You're <laughs> yeah. eating that whole little guy. <laughs> Done for. So yeah, these dinner parties, though, that's intriguing. Are you guys going to do a... I saw that you had like a premiere episode. Oh, uh, yeah. I actually got another episode dropping soon. Uh, shout out to my boy, Daniel Russell over at Deer Run. Um, yeah. He capture all, captures all of my footage. Yeah. Like, uh, Fuck yeah. And he's the one that sells it. But this next... One I'm about to drop is yeah. like super crazy. Fuck yeah! Well, when you want some good beer at one of those, let me know. Hell yeah! yeah I'll, I have to do yeah. something. <laughs> I'll grab. I'll bring something down. Yeah, man. Because I've been thinking about doing a little something like that, where uh, in the beer world, because I'm on this side of the fence of that. I don't know if it's like a thing in the real world, but we'll do bottle shares. Mm. We're like just beer people will come together, and we've, yeah, and we we we've been hoarding shit. And it's kind of like a dinner party, but for beer people. Yeah. And we each bring a bottle of something and just pass around and taste it, like how we're doing now. Yeah. And uh, but there'll be like a hundred bottles wow. of shit cracked. But it's like you've only drank a sip of it, so you get to try a bunch of neat stuff. And uh, so I've been kind of thinking of having that exact idea, but for a bottle share. Yeah. I had it completely separate than yours. I didn't like right. see yours. Yeah, but, that's cool. But yeah. we definitely should collaborate, do something. Yeah, I'd be down. Uh, most of my sh- uh, dinner parties are BYOB, so like we can probably feature like a yeah. beer or something, yeah, or whatever you're you're thinking. You we could I mean? probably work it out where it's not even BYOB. Yeah, fuck it. Like yeah, I'll be sponsored one hundred percent, rolling in with a keg or something, <laughs> and uh, right. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. I got you, man. Yeah, let's do it. That'd be fun as fuck. Yeah, next summer is probably gonna be super lit. So mm-hmm. I'm down. We got to get Bruchette their own beer soon, dude. Uh, I brewed a beer. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Back in, it was my first beer, brewed it back in April. May end up brewing it again. Okay. Uh, I was asked about it because it was very good. But my goal was to brew something similar to this Saga Tuck Neapolitan Stout, something that's like Different. real thick, oh. dark as hell. Yeah. Like I wanted motor oil. And gotcha. I wanted something good to put a dollop of vanilla bean ice cream in. Wow. And make okay. a float. That's that something crazy. chocolatey that I could put some ice cream in. Mm-hmm. And uh, oddly enough, it I thought it was better without the ice cream after it was done. But yeah, yeah we put like two or three bottles of Hershey syrup in it. That sounds good. Um, Is this in a little bit of Ghirardelli? Yeah, I've got a bunch of footage of it that I need to do something with yeah. of like the whole process of us doing it. I need to edit it together. But but I am but one man, and uh, <laughs> but it was good. I called it Brother Darkness after Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Because it was so fucking dark, and I'm a huge Charlie Murphy fan. <laughs> Brother Darkness. I mean, it was black. <laughs> wow. It was. I mean, it was darker than this. Wow. Which is hard to imagine. Wow. Yeah. It's motor. Yeah. It's motor. And uh, yeah, when we were trying to think of a name, I just I had recently watched that Dave Chappelle skit. It was like, yeah, he was so dark. We called him Brother Darkness. Brother Darkness. <laughs> Brother Darkness. <laughs> I was like, well, this beer is so dark. <laughs> and I fucking love Charlie Murphy. Like, shout out to Charlie rest Murphy, his man. soul. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, shout out to Charlie Murphy, man. One of the best. He was just starting ever. to blow back up right when he died, too. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Dave Chappelle, like, I could, I could, I could, I could just live for a fucking Charlie Murphy <laughs> stir, story, man. Like, what the fuck? I need a Charlie Murphy story right now. <laughs> you hear me? Dude, there should be a movie. Like, because Eddie Murphy's like right there on a comeback. 
Yeah. He's like, he's at the precipice. And he like, recently just dropped a movie on Netflix. By yeah. Me. Dolomite yeah, is Dolomite. fantastic. Yeah, definitely. It's so good. Yeah. And, uh, but no, he's teetering. He's been doing some stand up out in LA. He's mm-hmm. trying to get back in the scene. Yeah. He's teetering right there. He's about to make a comeback. I think so, man. He should do a movie about Charlie Murphy, his brother, his where brother, he plays bro. Charlie Murphy. He should. And then he could just play himself in whatever scenes he needs himself. Right. They can do that. We've got David it's Fincher. Easy. He can do social network bullshit <laughs> and uh or Winklevoss bullshit. But it would be great to have like a cinematic version of all those stories. Yeah. I think he probably yeah. about to make a comeback, man, cuz uh oh, coming to America sure. is supposed to be coming yeah. coming to America too. Yeah, to coming to America soon. too, yeah. Yeah, so like, he might be making a comeback. And I believe it's the same director that did Dolomite. Probably. Yeah. I remember reading that somewhere, because I fucking love that Dolomite movie. Mm. So fucking good. The part that Wesley Snipes plays in that, Charlie Murphy. That could have been. That Yeah, it would have been, had mm-hmm. he still been alive. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Fucking good movie. Yeah. So if you've not seen Dolomite, go watch that. It's on Netflix. It's Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't have Netflix? Yeah. Or even if you have somebody else's Netflix, like, watch yeah. it. You can watch shit. You know how to do it. Go sign up for a free trial. Do something. What do you think is going to happen with all this streaming shit? Because eventually, because the whole thing with streaming is like, oh, we can cut the cords and have a lower cable bill. But by the time you pay for Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Netflix, it just, HBO. Yeah. It's not doing nothing but, like, bringing more competition within, like, the whole, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause like what I've noticed, like even with games, like they have streaming. Mm-hmm. You're streaming games, bro. Yeah. Like I feel like it can't do nothing but like grow. Basically, I don't really see them just going back to like if we might have our own network. Mm-hmm. Like, people want to watch shit when they want. to Well, people watch are it. developing their own network. I mean, I'm entertaining the idea of building up Brew Chat as yeah. its own thing, and you've got like Collider, mm. Collider Live, and all them. You've got a uh, I don't know. There's several on YouTube. They just have YouTube channels, but it functions as a TV channel, yeah. basically. Yeah. But it's ultimately like what the viewer is wanting to watch mm-hmm. when they want to watch it, mm-hmm. though. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. Like if, if you have your own network, you're basically showing what you want to show it. Yeah. Whenever you want to watch mm-hmm. it or show it. But like if people can pick like through your content or choose through your content, like mm-hmm. that's what is ultimately going to come. And, you know, whoever mm-hmm. has the best content, fuck it. Yeah. Well, and then there's Amazon, too. And Amazon has really good shit. Yeah, they definitely have yeah. good shit. That like, Jack Ryan show is awesome. Just imagine if, like, as much as I know about Amazon, like, I'm, like, you might have, like, an Amazon account or whatever. But, I mean, I don't even know. what How, how does that shit operate? Uh I don't know. A, I think it's weird as fuck that there's a place that I order toothbrushes from. Mm-hmm. But they also provide me with some really good content. From A through Z. Like, that's weird to mm-hmm. me. But whatever. Um, it's the digital Walmart. Like, what Walmart was in the 80s and 90s, like, it's that, but digitally. But, yeah, you basically pay for Prime. And I can't remember the exact thing, but it works out to be about the same price as Netflix. Slightly cheaper, I believe. Uh, but you pay it all at once. Mm-hmm. So it's like 90 bucks a year or $100 or whatever it is a year. Make sure you write that down, because I tend to forget it each year, yeah. and then it hits my bank account, and I hit an, get an overdraft fee. I'm like, fuck. Hit like fraud. <laughs> Wrote it down account. this year though, so I will know next year. Who the I fuck made a my account? made an email reminder. 
Yeah, and then you just log into the website. There's apps on Roku's Apple TV, and they've got their own original programming. Right. But, yeah, so you basically just download that, and they've got some good shows. They've got uh, that Jack Ryan show is pretty good. It's got Jim Halpert mm. from The Office, and then yeah, they've yeah. got that Man in, the, Man in the High Castle, which is the alternate history of if Nazis won World War II. Mm. I mm. think that shit's fascinating. I love World War II shit. Yeah. Because that was pure evil we were mm. fighting. I've not done that since. It's been a bunch of bullshit since. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, like, damn. Can we go back to when it was mm-hmm. history? Like, back to motherfuckers flying into Hawaii and shooting up yeah. the place? Like, That's what gets me is, like, I look back on World War II and I'm like, for sure I would have signed up to fight. Mm. Where now I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I got flashed. But it's feet. like, that's some evil shit we were fighting. Like, real evil. And now it's just, that's business, I guess. Whatever you want to call it. Mm. American. Trump. Yeah. Way. <clears throat> just the American way. Yeah, American yeah. way. It was like, Trump gets a lot of flack. <clears throat> and I don't fucking, I hate the guy. Fuck. But he gets blamed for a bunch of shit that's just been happening for the past, like, <laughs> 10, 15 years. Yeah, shit just been it's happening. It's like, guys, this isn't news. Like You signed up for this, man. Yeah. You like, the immigration shit, Clinton started that. <laughs> it's like, that's not him. He's just the one that's, like, enforcing it, and the news... It gives the news something to gripe at him about. Yeah. I fucking hate the guy. I can't stand him. But, like, fair's fair, you know? Yeah. And it's like, if you're going to bash him on something, I, there's a million actual things you could bash him on. Right. You know, but you go to the popular ones. Yeah, I know that's right. Uh, Fake news. You know, all that. That's what gets me is it's like, the people that are Trump supporters, it's like, no, there is fake news. I like that you're entertaining that idea of being woke. There is fake news. But what the fake news you're pointing at isn't the fake news. <laughs> right. Anything with Trump on it is just fucking... Yeah. It's gold. Yeah, it's gold. The best is huge. <laughs> yeah. These, uh... Yeah, I don't want to fucking talk about politics. I yeah. hate it. Just like biding time. Yeah, I'm gonna sip yeah. some more on this Boulade. Yeah, I'd be interested. Yeah, give me give me a little bit more of this Boulade. Do you have? Did you bring other flavors with you? I didn't, man. Damn. Next, I'm All gonna right. have to ship yeah. you some so you yeah. can have a private fucking conversation about it. So you yeah. can review no, it. Yeah, no, send me some. I'll I'll try it out to people on the show. I got you. Yeah, I'll oh, sample yeah. it out to people on the show and be like, "What do you think?" Yeah. So so who are we missing? What's my other guy's name? Jared. Who, yeah. Shout Jared. out my boy Jared, man. Yeah. I'm gonna let you and Jared like review some. Hell the two yeah. other flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, all I brought was boulet and No, that's fine, man. <laughs> yeah, I was happy to try it. I was really hoping you'd bring some. I enjoyed it. So, yeah, send me some of the other two flavors. Yeah, I definitely yeah, will this we'll, week. Yeah. And uh, if you got any extras, send those, and I'll, like, have the guests Hell that yeah. we get on here try and be like, hey, what do you think of this? You know? Hell yeah. Like, we don't know who the hell this guy is, but we're going to try his product. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a big picture. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send it. I'll get that picture on the bottle. Just put on my wall. That is some dope artwork. Yeah, I did that. You, um, my boy, um, what is his name? Philly. Uh, Philly, affiliated designs. Hmm. My boy. He makes basically all my artwork, like cover yeah. art, anything. Yeah. Album art, EP art, anything. Yeah, I remember I've seen you post some artwork before that looked kind of <laughs> similar in design. Yeah, it's that. probably yeah. like uh, anything... Regarding to like a show, mm-hmm. like yeah. he does all my 
show art, anything. Fuck yeah. Yeah, he's he's a dope ass artist. Fuck yeah. What do you uh where can people find some Boulade? Like just hit you up or Yeah, basically they can either hit me up uh Shuey Russell, um at Shuey Russell anything mm. regarding Twitter or Instagram or Boulade, which is B Zero Zero L Aid. Um you can just hit me up on there. Mm. We can I'm basically only doing like case orders right now. Uh but you know, if you just need some Boulade, just yeah. hit me up and we'll figure it out. Sweet. Shout out to Brew Chat too, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, no doubt. Um gonna wind this thing down here. Not in our time limit, but uh what do you got coming up? You got anything you want to promote besides Boulay? Uh anything I'm trying to promote. Uh basically we're just trying to finish up this YG Tut album. Yeah. Um, I am managing YG Tut and Michael Da Vinci of the house, the whole house, uh Chris P. Uh yeah, man. Uh Basically, just stay tuned, man. Uh, we got more Boule flavors dropping real soon. Um, some other products as you well. You got red flavor coming? Yeah, we got red flavor. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we got red <laughs> flavor coming real soon. That might be the next drop. So, yeah, red flavor. And again, shout out to Brew Chat for having me again. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming. It's been a good time. We uh, And uh, yeah, it's been a good time. Thanks for joining us. Hell yeah. Thanks for bringing some Boule. Before we head out here, I want to remind everybody again, get on down to the wheelhouse. May 24, December 7th. It's going to be a good time. And even if you want music or you want beer, you want both, or you want weed, whichever one of those, come on down there, check out Puff Puff Pass Bus, check out Bong Sloth, check out the Barley Mob. They will not run out of beer, I assure you that. And all the proceeds go to help the Chattanooga Food Bank. Last year, they were able to, I can't remember the exact number, but they generated something crazy, like a 1,000 meals or something oh, like wow. with the money they got. It I want to say it was more than that, actually. But oh, hey. either way, it feeds people, and that's a good thing. Yeah, normally you're saying go drink for the kids because a lot of the beer things around here are for, like, St. Jude and, yeah. you know, kids on the block and stuff. But, you know, this is a drink to feed people. That's a good yeah. thing. In the community. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Riverside Wine Spirits, every Thursday and Friday, they do their growler promo. Well, on Thursday, it's kind of a wild card. You don't know what you're getting. Friday, they're doing the growler promo. You get a discount on a growler fill. You get to taste beer. You get to try beer. Get to sample it, ask some questions. Get a little bit of a discount on that growler fill. And then on Saturday, doing the same thing with wine. And uh, usually during that, they've got a liquor person there. So you get to sample some whiskey or something like that as well. Go down there. Ask for my boy Tommy. See what he's got going on. He'll hit you up with a good beer. I promise you that. And then holidays are coming up. It's a great place to go get gifts. They got stuff besides booze for the booze lovers in your life. And then go check us out on the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com and at brewchat.com and on Stitcher, Spotify, all the good stuff. Wherever you can get your podcast, we are there. Thank you, Shuey, for coming. You appreciate it. It's been a good time. Appreciate Thank you for the boulade. This has been episode 218 of the Brew Chat Podcast. Oh.